Hello, listener, and welcome to our podcast. It's your favorite podcast, and it's called Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am Jesse, as always. As always. Been working, uh, on that. Been working on that intro. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe our most professional yet, you said. I'm sharpening it up. Yeah, listen, we're we're a pretty big deal now, so we gotta gotta have an intro that goes along with it. Trying real hard, guys. We're yeah, we're trying. This is our second attempt at recording this episode, by the way. Paige may cut that out, but uh, and we had some technical difficulties, but we think we've got it. Yeah, we're trying some new, we're trying some new software, guys, to record these remote episodes. So hopefully there's no robot voice or Paige doesn't have to spend. 85 hours editing it or um we have to go back and re-record things weirdly on our own yep it's a learning curve podcasting yeah yeah just like cosplaying and just like life Mm -hmm. um so we are recovering getting back to real life after the hustle and bustle of dragon con prep and then dragon con itself uh it feels it always feels this way it always feels weird for dragon con to be done like for the year yeah um, this, i think it's, it's such like a year. big thing it's such a big thing that we build up to you think it's better this year i think it's weirder this year oh weirder yeah like just because dragon con itself was weirder like i've already ordered stuff for next year yeah, dragon con. i was gonna say we both already started on like even if it's just ordering like costumes for potentially dragon con next year potentially dragon con mine will almost certainly be for dragon con the one i'm working on yeah so uh if you haven't guessed that's what today's episode is about but before we get into all of the fun that was dragon con 2021 um we probably should do like cocktail corner right oh but you know what one downside i've just realized we should do cocktail corner but we sang a little impromptu cocktail quarter jingle that we will have now lost because we, we lost did? that recording. Oh, I said, should we do? Should we do? We do. Because uh, I was like, oh, I should write a cocktail corner jingle and it should be like lounge singery, like no cocktail corner. And you, be do. <laughs> and you did a little shooby dooby do. Uh, <laughs> Might even have had like a shooby do wop. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to, you know. We can do her again. We can do her again. Yeah. I mean, that was, we could probably cobble something together from what I've just done there. I feel like I've had laryngitis for the past two weeks and everyone else says they can't notice, but I think I already sound like a lounge singer. I don't, I don't think you sound any different than normal. I think I do. I think I sound like Bruce Springsteen and <laughs> a carpet of a nightclub had a baby. <laughs> Jesus. That may be a slight exaggeration. Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah so. let's hop into that cocktail mocktail holiday uh, corner. Yeah, it is mocktail corner for a couple of reasons. Um, mm-hmm. First reason being that... Uh, even the original recording that we lost was a mocktail because as Paige said, we are still uh, recovering from Dragon Con. I am back at work. Um, it's no, also second reason is there was re-record we're doing. It is not a work night. It is, <laughs> it is a uh, Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. <laughs> so um, I didn't really want to We've made that. that mistake before with mimosas on a 
morning yeah, recording. That was like at least a Sunday morning. That yeah, I was gonna say that wasn't like a Sunday morning. Tell us about that mocktail, girl. Uh, so I made, I remade my mocktail because it is an appropriate, I guess, enough appropriate for a Sunday morning. So one thing, I called it the Rose Quartz, my mocktail. I've been watching Steven Universe finally. It's got big Jesse energy. I really, it's surprising I haven't watched it before because of how many people have told me to watch it and mm -hmm. just how much it screams Jesse. So um, anyway, I named it the Rose Quartz after Rose Quartz on Steven Universe. It is a hibiscus grapefruit caffeinated seltzer with rose syrup and uh four maraschino cherries uh that screams jesse all of it yeah yeah i was gonna say especially since you know like i you if i make my own cocktail on this podcast ever you guys and should it's know not just a manhattan right even when it is a manhattan oh, yeah I even if it is in, yeah i pop in a few extra cherries because life's too short that's, that's why short I mean, how many calories got to be in one of them little maraschino cherries? If you're drinking that cocktail anyway, pop on a couple of extra maraschino cherries. It's not going to be the cherries that kill you. Speaking of cherries and our episode, uh, one of the bars we went to at Dragon Con, they were put, giving you like two or three Luxardo three cherries. Luxardo, three Luxardo cherries per Manhattan. It was one of the best Manhattans, no joke. I will give, I wish I had got the bartender's name because it was always the same bartender. Yeah, I think I got great. it three different times. He put uh, up with us a lot. Um, Jesse, uh, do you have that segment that isn't really new anymore? Oh yeah. Well, no. let's hear it. So my... I'm going to ask you a question and the question is this. So it doesn't have to be at a con it can be a regular vacation, just in case we've got listeners that haven't been to cons yet or et cetera. Mm -hmm. but what's your favorite piece of free swag that you've gotten? Like, you know, like, uh, you know, sometimes you go listen to like some presentation about a timeshare when you're on vacation and you get like a mug or uh you know a matchbook or something like that or like a sticker if you like someone's facebook page you know what i'm talking about free swag it's a big thing at cons well so i cannot think for the life of me of something that isn't con related the only thing i can think of is um i went to disney uh one year with my uh mother-in-law and sister-in-law um, right around my birthday and they gave me a birthday pin and so at dinner one night we were eating and I can't even remember it was somewhere in Epcot um, but they brought me out you know like our uh, dessert my birthday dessert and uh, they brought me out a cute little cup I, I ordered like a beverage but they brought me out like a fancier cup than it came with and it had this little like um this little light up Tinkerbell on it. Um, and I had that for a really long time. I think I probably still have it somewhere because I thought it was real cute. Um, but that was cute. I really liked that. Oh, yeah, so what like is your answer? Oh, it'd be hard for me to pick just one because I do love a swaggle, especially at cons. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe the first piece of swag I ever remember finding 
was that little it's like a little like medieval princess figurine Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so maybe that just uh or i don't know about you'd call it swag but that uh i've mentioned this before but at my very first um my very first dragon con a river song gave me a little cat pin does uh tasty raspberry treats hobbit treats count as swag. oh yeah you should have i mean i would say that's maybe a swaggle like if your dessert at epcot's a swaggle i would say that's a swaggle especially because like we got them like we went to that panel and they just like were handing out food <laughs> we were like yeah. okay i mean that yeah, was several and, years ago but and then it was such a nice surprise like after so they only did that panel the one year which that's one of the few panels i've actually bothered to go into rate oh my gosh i would this love it if they do panels. that again so Jesse, you want to jump into Dragon Con 2021? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so this was the first year that we got to leave a little bit uh, earlier than we're used to. Um, but we normally get down there Thursday evening and uh, our flights got changed around enough that we had to get in. What was it like one o'clock? Yeah. We stayed at the Marriott for the second year, which is like the host hotel. Um, and my one of my favorite things, uh, you know, you walk in and you go, you get to Dragon Con, um, and you're like, huh, like we're here, and it's so exciting. Like it's just, it's there's just a like something in the air, like a vibe that you're like, yeah, here we go. And, and we walked we in. Two, we were home. Yeah. And we walked in. The Marriott is where. Uh, the Hunger Games, uh, a little bit of that was filmed there, but also um, more recently, the new Loki series, uh, the TVA was in the Marriott. Partially, yeah. Partially, yeah. And um, so we walked in and of course it was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, Tom Hiddleston was here. This is cool. This is TVA. But I don't all remember of the- anyone saying Tom Hiddleston was here <laughs> in that little schoolgirl voice. I just want it to be clear, listener, that that absolutely was not. Oh. I didn't. I certainly didn't do or say that. Tom Hiddleston but, was here. All of the all of the uh, workers at the Marriott had TVA shirts on and like we're playing into it, like just knowing how big of a deal that was to all of the nerds. The woman, the, uh, they all had TVA shirts. The woman, the woman who checked us in was very, very polite, very professional. I have no problems with her at all, but I do not think she knew any fandom, anything or dragging gone at all. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, got around... Um, and went to get our badges, which was a whole nother adventure this year uh, that none of us were quite used to. Um, we waited in line for a almost two hours. two hours, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably almost two. Which, like you said, the first year that we went, that we probably waited longer than that. I think maybe closer to four. Really? And what happened? Yeah. And what happened between that first year and the next year I really don't know yeah because Uh, ever since I've been going like we basically walk in and we might have to wait in the line in the hallways of the Sheridan which is where you pick your badges up but I don't think I've ever even had to wait outside and we were wrapped around the hotel um but the nice thing was this year like the weather we could not ask for nicer weather yeah it it was and they had like they had food vendors kind of set up around like the line so yeah, if you were starving or needed a water and there was right, people handing out 
popsicles. Yeah, one of the local restaurants. It was like a chef and a sous chef from one of the local restaurants. Yeah. Um, and they were just handing out ice pops to everyone for free. And they were just saying, you know, like, hey, support the local businesses this weekend. Like, it's just kind of like a nice reminder. And they were very good freeze mm-hmm. pops. Like, they were. There was a good solid. It wasn't like a little watery gross one it was i don't know where they were getting these freeze pops but they're quality so um do you um, want to talk about what we did next or what you did next i went and gave blood after that well did you see the post on the statistics of the blood drive almost three thousand units of either whole blood plasma or red cells and they said it was like like percentage wise for the attendance cap like the most that they've ever had it, yeah, it was like 70% of 2019, but there was less than 50% of the attendance. Right. So meaning that either way more people donated blood this year or like the best people went to Dragon Con this year. Right. I mean, or, you know, like I said, I know not everyone can get blood, so I'm not saying, but like it, it wasn't, it was a decrease from 2019, but not a decrease that was proportional to the decrease in right. attendance. And like I said, the blood workers, they were working their tails off, like all the life South workers that were there, like mad props to them because they were still very, yeah, it was, I remember sitting there watching and like, there was just a constant stream of people going in. Yeah. So I was like, this is awesome. Like they were very like the dude in front of me, or maybe a few, maybe it was a couple people in front of me was like making some kind of ridiculous requests and they were very patient with him. Right. Even though, you know, I think the, one of the young ladies that helped me, one of their workers, she had been there like almost eight hours without a break because she was getting ready to go eat dinner they fed them for free they said yes yes i did hear some of the, the volunteers talking about that yeah, and i was told it was quite good food so i'm glad it was olive garden food. is what i was told is that what it was it, it yeah. was italian food i, I knew it yeah. was pasta and yeah no um, i heard somebody um the people that are like holding the signs they there was like four of them that walked by us while we were waiting on you and they were like are you guys coming to eat? Do you know where the food is? And they were like, yeah. And they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. And they're like, well, good. Cause it's Olive Garden. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Like I said, at least they got fit cause they were working their butts off. Yeah. And like, uh, listen, and I'm not going to turn away free Olive Garden. Yeah. And yeah, like if it's free and they're feeding you, like I'd eat like Olive Garden wouldn't be my first choice if we were going out to eat, but like if someone was like, have some free soup salad and breadsticks, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to town on a soup salad and breadstick lunch. So uh, after the blood drive, we went and had dinner and then we got ready for Bunny Hutch, which is uh, normally, uh, or it's what we have done the last uh, two Dragon Cons on a Thursday night. So Bunny Hutch, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but it is uh, kind of a mashup theme. Um, so it's any fandom character, any, anything you can think of mashed up with Playboy Bunny, like classic Playboy or, Bunny, Bunny suits. Or Hugh Hefner. And or, even yeah. really, some people don't even really go classic Playboy, Playboy Bunny. They just literally incorporate bunny ears somehow. Right, 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 like, right. Or dress a little more scantily clad. Right. Or, you know, which is absolutely fine. And some people don't do the theme at all. They just come to Bunny Hutch because it's. A Thursday night party that's generally fun. Yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, so we did, we kept the, most of our costumes, all but one for this year, were things that we had uh, planned to do in 2020, but obviously couldn't because we didn't do an in-person Dragon Con. Um, so we had had the idea. I don't really know what got us on there. Well, my brother and I have been talking about doing David Bowie. My brother didn't end up getting to go to Dragon Con this year. So if you wonder why he's not in any of our stories, he wasn't able to come this year. Anyway, so he and I had had the idea. We'd been talking about doing David Bowie and Freddie Mercury for a long time, just like under pressure, just because they're two musicians that we really, really like. And we've seen people cosplay as them before. Mm -hmm. And then you, we were watching the uh, Rocket Man. We were just talking about how neat, awesome his, his costumes, costumes are. are, right? And you were like, "Well," and I was like, "Well, that would make sense for you to do that if Jake and I do Freddie Mercury and David Bowie." Right. And you were like, "Well, what about Bunny Hutch?" And I was like, "Boom, I'm there." Let's bada do bing, it. bada boom. So it didn't make as much sense the two of them together without my brother being David Bowie, but it was fun. It was still fun. And like, there's still two like iconic gay musicians or, uh, you know, so, uh, and like, who gives a shit? I don't know that everyone we saw got it. No, but we had several people be like, oh my yeah. God, it's a Freddie uh -huh. Mercury and an old yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I really like, I thought that we each had some clever ideas for how we incorporated their costumes and our costumes and still made them bunny hudge and i got to carry around his microphone stand which if you know me at dragon con loved to carry around she stick. loves anything she can beat someone with <laughs> <laughs> or like point she likes to do she likes to do a point i gotta update my tinder profile <laughs> um so then uh friday morning um, we got up and that was our day that we did individual cosplays. So like we didn't match. Um, and this was one of, this day was one that I was really looking forward to, um, because I was really excited about this costume. It was one that I've wanted to do for a while. And I started on it at the very beginning of, uh, 2020 and then, uh, just didn't really ever finish it. Got like a lot of it done and just kind of left it uh during covid pandemic like hype um i did gold dress sabrina from season two uh i loved it i loved the way it looked i made the bodice out of duct tape and feathers um and loved the way it looked until two o'clock that day uh when it inevitably fell apart she was slowly it was like when you watch like an old cartoon of like a boat sinking and you see like the rivets <laughs> popping off one by one. And then eventually it's just too much and the whole hull collapses. That's exactly what did you what keep saying about her? Oh, she was too good world. for this world. Yeah. yeah. She just, it was like, you know, because it it just it wasn't, it didn't, it it just didn't, it, it wasn't meant to be in this world. No, it wasn't. Uh, um, but uh, close to the sun like Icarus. And it melted just like Icarus. <laughs> and feathers um, just like Icarus. Really, that should be the Icarus cosplay. Uh, you could wear really? it again and just be Icarus. And just melting. Um, <laughs> it's a big pile of melting feathers. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had to, we had to, we patched it up a couple times and finally uh, called it quits. Um, but before we finally called it quits, 
um, we were fixing a seam on one of Jesse's cosplays and I was like gluing um, one of my finger bones back on my crown. Um, and we were standing in one of the hotels. We were standing in the Hyatt by the elevator bank, just trying to get out of the way so we could adjust ourselves. And somehow my <laughs> crown, I, I can't even remember how it happened, but it like flipped out of my hand while I was holding it. And went in the direction of the like elevator well what do you call that yeah i guess crevasse crevasse into the depths of the hyatt yeah it it went over and somehow i grabbed it before we yeah, lost it, was 70, it was 70 percent over the railing i thought for sure like i could see it and hear it hitting the floor down there and just cracking into 15 million pieces yeah mm -hmm. uh, but i saved it uh and uh, that's when we were like, and it's time to quit try trying our luck. <laughs> like, it's, it's time to stop. But I really loved it. I loved all the pictures. And it's one I might do again someday, um, just differently. But we'll see. Um, and then, Jesse, you want to talk about yours? Uh, yeah. Uh, I was Shea Gorath on Friday. Mm -hmm. from the, specifically from the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, the Shivering Isles expansion. I was really happy with it. I made a um, gold, I ended up ordering fabric, gold and purple paisley. And because uh, I couldn't find any anywhere um, that was gold and purple paisley specifically. And that's what I needed. <laughs> so I ordered it from like eBay in Croatia and it came and it was beautiful. It was very nice to look at, but it was like very fake nylon. Uh, material very synthetic so uh wasn't very easy to work with it didn't hold up great uh some of the seams like completely frayed out and again that could be like my limited sewing skills uh, i just used like a regular kimono pattern to make the tunic uh uh and shortened it so maybe it could like maybe i didn't use the right kind of stitch for like cheap Dollar Tree quality fabric. I don't know. So that was the only real problem I had with it. I made a leg guard and an arm guard out of like little kids, you know, soccer shin guards. And I cut out some pieces on my cutter, which that's like my version of the 3D printer. Now that I have that cutter, <laughs> and I know it will cut EVA foam that has opened up a whole new world. Right. Cosplay uh, to me. So I made some scales to make his like interlocking scales. I painted, hand painted the one for my leg. And I was really happy with that because, like, normally I'm really self conscious about my painting skills. Uh, and I had to paint kind of like a wood grain pattern into it. Uh, but I thought it looked really super good. I made an armband out of an old pair of leggings. And, uh, oh, I made, I sculpted an eyeball out of clay, which I was really happy with. I thought it looked really eyeball-like. Um, mm -hmm. And I thought I picked good colors. I had to mix together some colors. I thought I did a good job painting in the little veins to make it look like an eyeball. So I was pretty happy with my eyeball. And I think that's really all the pieces that I made. 
um everything else was just bought but the only thing like i said other than it some of the seams fraying out which was pretty easy fix we just hot glued them together and the fabric melted because it was you know made of sin but right uh you know it just melted it together uh the only thing i was really bummed about was that i don't like people straight up asked me who i was right a lot of people, not very many people or anyone maybe <laughs> recognized it but I knew that was, I knew that was a worry going in that that was going to be the case because it is mm -hmm. a more obscure video game. You know, Oblivion's much less popular than Skyrim and it's an extra DLC for it. So it's not even in the base game. I just don't, I think it was too, a little obscure. I knew that was, it just bothered me more than I thought it would that nobody knows. People still like the costume and, you know, it just. Yeah, we got, you got a picture taken a bunch yeah it, it just was that i don't think anyone knew who it was so it wasn't like i said it, i wasn't disappointed in the quality of it all it looked a lot like shea so i don't think it was that it didn't read well or that i didn't do a good job recreating the character i just think most people didn't know right who the, who the heck i was supposed to be which is fine but uh, may, like you said, it just, I, I didn't think I would miss, like we've talked about one of the nice things about cosplay is making that connection with someone else who's into a fandom you're into. Uh -huh. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes people do just stop and ask your picture because they're taking a picture of all the cosplays they like, or, you know, whatever reason, but I just didn't think that I would miss that as much as I did. Right. So Anyway, but I was still happy with it overall. Yeah. So, um, so we went back to change around two o'clock that day because we had uh, evening plans and we were like, okay, let's not push this any further on my part. Um, so I ended up changing into a cosplay that I wore a few years ago to Dragon Con, um, my Catwoman from the Tim Burton uh, Batman movie. And uh, Jesse also changed. Um, changed into danny right uh yeah i changed into my daenerys targaryen yeah um and then um we just kind of wandered uh just uh you know went and looked at other people's cosplays um but later that day we had our very first cosplaying cocktails uh meetup and uh that was one of my very favorite things of this year's dragon con uh both days we had two different ones getting to hang out with people that we've met through the podcast or, or known anyway, but the podcast has brought us closer to, or, or whatever it is. It was just so cool to have cosplay friends at con, like to know people. Yeah. And, especially at like, Dragon Con, like, cause we had obviously done comic Palooza with Sheila before. Right. Or, you know, Sheila there, but it was just cool to at Dragon Con, like, when we were looking for like just a minute to sit and chill anyway to like instead of just sitting and chilling and like zoning out like mm -hmm. meeting we oh, went we went to meet people that we had met online through the podcast that we have never gotten to see met in person, person. <laughs> right right so um we met and then that evening we went to uh after dinner we went to evening at brie which we mentioned earlier uh it's one of our 
just one of the parties we always go to um, because we are such big Lord of the Rings fans and there's normally a costume contest and um, Celtic music, but you just see a lot, a lot of uh, cool cosplays uh, that you don't get to see, you know, just walk in the floor. Uh, So we went to that and didn't stay super late. That's one other thing that we did differently at Dragon Con this year. Um, But we, this year we just were, we were just in, bed a lot earlier <laughs> so I think I kept saying Jesse just thinks we're getting old I kept saying it was the year off from Dragon Con had like gotten us out of the groove but I'll concede that maybe it's both yeah that's what I'm saying like when we just knew we didn't want to push it especially with COVID yeah um so then Saturday which is like the big day at Dragon Con normally um we did another set of cosplays that we had planned for 2020 um one of the costumes that i've wanted to do for a while um has been padme from attack the clones in her fireside gown um it's one of my very favorite looks she has just like a phenomenal uh, wardrobe anyway uh, but so when we started discussing it in 2019 like oh what are we gonna wear next year at dragon con i said well i'm gonna do that dress finally or that outfit finally like that's what i'm gonna do And so that's what I did. I um, ordered the fabric um, from Mood in New York and really loved it. It was exactly what I wanted. I ordered the corset. um, When you're seeing like the comments, right? That's what a lot of the, a lot of people that join the rebel revolution with that costume fabric. So that's the right. Well, yeah, because I was having a hard time like finding fabric that you know black lace normally it's got like a softer look to it and hers was very like geometric um but I just couldn't find what I wanted and so finally I went to like a rebel legion form and I found where a lot of uh, cosplayers or just you know uh rebel legion participants that's what they use um but so I made the dress um it sat in the bag that it came in for almost a full year because I was terrified to mess with it. Um, but I finally made it. I just used a pattern from like a prom dress thing, um, and made the gloves, but I like those I just made. And then, um, the thing I was the most excited about that I did, um, was her necklace, uh, thing. Um, I've not ever really done a lot of beading, but I was kind of intimidated by it because I've never made anything like that. Or like I said, mess with beads of any kind or not done anything like that. Um, But I finally just decided I was going to do it. And I used, uh, you know, fabric and foam and beads and rhinestones and um, Velcro and all kinds of different things. And I was so happy with how it turned out. Like I said, it's probably not, you know, it's not the most advanced thing in the world, but I was just really happy that it was some, you know, it's one of those silly things. Like I did it on my own and was happy with the outcome. So I was really excited about it. Um, Yeah. So when I started talking about doing this cosplay, Jesse was like, okay, like, what could I do? Because we always do like to match if we can. Um, and she refused to be my Anakin. So here we are. I just, Anakin's a creep. You know my feelings. About <laughs> anyway, I, it, I was like, okay, well, how would you feel about doing different versions of Padme? 
Um, and we ended up picking two different versions that are like three minutes apart from each other. Right. Movie, just because she. Well, we were like, talking about like which one comes first. Like we couldn't remember like yeah, which mine, was on. Mine is first. Right. Because uh, it's when like they're all while she has like three or four dresses that she wears when she and Anakin retreat to the lake country. Yeah, they're on the booth. Uh, my dress is actually usually referred to as the lake dress, the dress mm-hmm. that I ended up doing, because it's the one she wears as they're like getting out of a little craft and going into the lake lagoon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, and I actually have like an everyday version, mm-hmm. like it's length version of the dress that I bought at Star Wars Celebration a few years ago. So uh, I did her lake dress, um, which I would say is one of her more famous looks mm-hmm. other than her like Queen Red, Amidala, like right. Yeah, like the iconic episode one. So uh, anyway, I bought the, it's it just, I thought it was a really pretty dress and I thought it was gonna be the most practical to do. Um, uh, I bought the dress from a cosplay site that makes cosplays, but uh, I had to do a decent amount of work to it. I think uh, the main thing I did to the dress itself was that I brought up the back has a very low, low cut back that goes like all the way down to her butt. And I didn't want that because I wanted to be able to wear a bra. Um, right. And so uh, I brought the neckline or the back line, I guess you would call it. I brought the back of the dress um, up, which was pretty easy to do because it had like a pretty long train in the back. So I was just like, I don't really care about having this long train because there's the cape train over it. There's like another layer of train Mm -hmm. over it in the back. Right. So um, yeah, and the fabric was like perfectly dyed. That's another reason that I, again, I don't like sewing. That's part of the reason that I went ahead and bought it. Also with this one, I would have had to dye the fabric mm-hmm. and like not just dye it once, but it's an ombre. So I would have had to dye it at least twice. And I was like, mm, not really here for that adventure. I also changed out. It had some armbands that weren't really like hers and I wanted separate armbands anyway. So I chucked those and made armbands out of EVA foam. And I made, oh, her necklace. I used the one that was attached to the dress as a base. And I tried to paint it with pearlescent. It's supposed to be Mother of Pearl, um, but uh, Mother of Pearl is really expensive and uh, really delicate to work with. So I was like, how can I do this with, without that? Because right. I didn't. I was really worried about cutting one of the crescent shaped pieces and keeping it in a solid piece and not cracking it. And then having to spend another $20, $25 on another sheet of mother of pearl and doing the exact same thing and being 40 could easily see myself being 40, 60 bucks out and not having a piece that I could work with out of real mother of pearl. So I tried like mother of pearl paint looked terrible. I didn't like it. It looked like, duct tape or something it was just a really dull gray wasn't covering well didn't look good so I got this it's called like holographic effect gel or something like that 
Um, and it's basically clear acrylic paint, like a top coat with little flecks of like holographic plastic in it, little pieces. And I ended up painting over the gray with that. And I thought it looked awesome. Again, not exactly like mother of pearl, but pretty close and much easier than and cheaper than working with actual mother of pearl. So, uh, oh, and then I made my part. I was probably most uh, proud of was styling the wig and then uh, making the hairbands because mm-hmm. I've never done either of those before and I thought it looked pretty darn good. <laughs> pretty happy with it. So Yeah, it was a good day. We it was uh prob- I would say it was our most popular cosplay of Dragon uh, Con. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel like it was the day that we were the most we were both the most extra. Right. Um so we actually had our second meetup that day. Um, which was great. We got to see uh, friends uh, that we just really enjoy hanging out with. And it was a nice, a nice little break. Um, I don't think we've mentioned yet, but we barely went to, did we go to a panel at all? Uh, not, I mean, <sighs> we went to the fashion, well, like, show. fashion show and then the, we went, to the Star yeah, Trek. we went to a fashion show. We went to a beauty pageant and we went to the Philharmonic performance, but we right, didn't right, go right. to, we didn't go to any traditional panels where like you are watching people sitting at a table talking about something. Right. So no, no traditional panels, but again, we kind of, we've been kind of moving in that direction anyway. Right. Over the years at Dragon Con and this year, especially with COVID, we were kind of just like, let's like, we don't want to sit like we have a limited time at Dragon Con. We've gone, you know, now two years since the last Dragon Con, like mm-hmm. we don't want to waste time sitting in line to see some celebrity talk about their most embarrassing right. time on set, which some people do. And that's absolutely fine. I'm not trying to shade those people, but we've already seen a lot. Like we've been lucky enough that like, you know, there's no celebrity that we're like, this is the, maybe our only chance to see them. So again, like part of that is our like con like we've been lucky enough to go to a lot of cons and so that we don't have to necessarily and that's also just partially our personalities that we don't care about that or at least especially me so yeah we we did things a little bit differently but it was still nice um to have that break and get to visit with friends um and just really like take in that part of it um so we had our meetup and right before our meetup we actually um ran into Haley and Michael. Um, Haley has been a guest on the podcast before and uh, her social media tag is, or handle is Hobbit Party. Um, And she was in her Agatha from WandaVision and her husband, Michael was in Doctor Strange. Both of them, I mean, oh my gosh, blew it out of the water. They looked amazing. Um, and then they were actually also hanging out with somebody else that we hope to have on the podcast soon. I think it's, it's either Athel or Athel, um, artistry on Instagram. Um, hopefully they will message me and tell me how to say that right. Um, but they had the most amazing, um, Mysterio costume that I have ever seen. The lights, the lights in the cape. (laughs) 
it was so cool it's one of the coolest little effects i've seen in a cosplay uh yeah. just because the cape was obviously fabric but then the yeah. little lights embedded like you see lights embedded in cosplays all the time but not generally in fabric like that so so we got to visit with all of them and see their costumes up close and like i said all of them look so amazing uh we also got to meet um the gentleman from easy bsbs studios and they actually made um michael's doctor strange amulet and he had a new staff um and i think they said that the staff is what dr strange carries around at avengers campus and so if you have a chance go check them out he also had a very cool um what would you call it? i mean it was the hat but it was like a mechanical hat uh yeah i had like a little bag like a moving parts hat yeah it lit up and it had like moving parts on it so yeah it was I mean, like it was either kind of if you think it, it was like Diagon Alley or something like it was so cool so we got to meet them and that was really fun also um like I said just getting to meet people whether they're new people that uh you know we we happen upon or people that we've talked to virtually before um so that was a lot of fun uh and then so then um we went to dinner and after dinner we uh went to uh the georgia philharmonic they uh we've been the last two the last two dragon cons we've been to their performance and they play uh fandom uh music yeah like music scores film scores yeah tv scores yeah yeah so that was our first two and a half days at dragon con um but i hate to leave you all in um suspense oh my god but we're going to <laughs> i forgot the word i know i, I almost pulled, second, i, I was gonna do a i was gonna do anticipation and then I, yeah i, I chickened out I realize it, yeah um but we're gonna leave you in suspense because uh we just don't want to cram it all into one episode so this has been part one of our Dragon Con 2021 uh, series. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to give up on words now. Um, so anyway, uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, we would love to hear your stories uh, from Dragon Con 2021. Um, we'd love to see your favorite cosplays you saw. We'd love to hear, um, you know, anything. If you went to Dragon Con, what you loved about it. What, what was different this year than you thought was going to be any of that jazz, uh, you can send that to us on social media or just follow along with us. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. We are also over on Twitter at Cosplay Pod, or you can send that stuff and so much more over to Jesse on the email because that's where she hangs out. Yeah, you can send me weird fish pics. You can <laughs> send me interesting plants and mushrooms. Uh, you can send me corrections of things we've gotten wrong on the podcast, cosplay stories, uh, con stories, uh, cons we should check out, uh, costume challenge time. <laughs> uh, you know, all the goodness. All that stuff. Uh, cocktail yeah. recipes, mocktail recipes. Ooh, yeah, cocktail recipes and mocktail recipes um where can they send that to jesse uh they can send it to our email which is cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail.com that's gmail.com um okay are we done 
I think we are done. Bye. -bye. Bye.